Hey there, I'm Justin, the founder of CUDA, and you're listening to One Million Steps. Startups are hard. The journey we're on is full of twists and turns, successes and failures. But even if we don't know exactly where we're going, one thing we can always do is to take the next step forwards. To help you on the way, I'm sharing Q&As with amazing entrepreneurs who've overcome many of the challenges of building successful enterprises. Each week, I'll share their best Q&As to help you run your startup better. And the exciting thing is, all the questions come from you, the CUDA community. In this first episode, Glenn McWinnie asks SaaS founder and author Arvid Carl about how to start building in public and overcoming imposter syndrome. Let's get to it. Hey there, Arvid. Glenn here. Um, you've been digging deep into building public recently as a, as a mindset. And um, what would you say is your best advice you can give people who are fearful about starting? They've, they haven't done this before, but they appreciate the benefits of building public and they get the concept, but it's still a difficult thing to start. Where do people start with this? Hey, Glenn. Yeah, that's one of the things that uh, is the hardest part, like getting started, overcoming your own inhibition, overcoming your imposter syndrome and your fear of failing. That That is the hardest part. And I one thing that probably is, uh, hopefully is helpful is that I have to admit, I am still fearful as well. Like the the fear of doing something wrong, the fear of, of messing up, that doesn't go away. But um, what I have learned is that overcoming the fear and just posting anyway, like sharing things, even though it feels like I'm maybe being too vulnerable or giving away too much information in, in, a, in a positive sense, right? Not like shooting myself in the foot, but giving too much where people could criticize me, that is always there. And whenever I talk about it, it's it's the same feeling. Like, am I qualified to say things about this? Or am I a good example of this? And that fear is just really our monkey mind. And the monkey mind is, is something that everyone has. Like we all have this kind of monkey mind, lizard brain, that, that kind of primal part of our mind that is trying to protect us from change for good or for bad. Like we have this part of ourselves that is just trying to keep things as they are, you know, make things as comfortable as possible. And whenever we try to do something good, different, something good and different, that part still kicks in, trying to protect us from a potentially dangerous outcome. Now, here's the thing, particularly if you're building in public in your own community, if you are a software engineer and you're building in the community of software engineers, or if you're a designer and you share your designs freely among your other designers, there is very little to fear from people who have the same goals as you have. And even if you're building a business in a different community, that is not necessarily your main thing. If you're an engineer and you're building for teachers, like we had, like my girlfriend and I had building our software as a service product, Feedback Panda, which was it you know, on an English teacher tool, these people still have goals that you can align with. And where there's goal alignment, there usually is also a motivational alignment. Like people will not begrudge you for trying to help them, right? Putting yourself out there as a vulnerable person doing things that you may not be perfectly qualified to do, that is not a problem for them because they actually embrace it. They need it. Somebody needs to help them. And if you're that person, and you're putting yourself out there, they will accept you for an imperfect person, maybe, but hey, you're doing so much more than most other people do for them, right? Particularly with underserved markets. Like I can only really mention the online teacher thing again. Like online teachers, 
were people that had nobody helped. Like they had to do everything by themselves. They had to build their own systems. They had to, you know, like to figure things out because there was nobody out there trying to help them. And the moment you go into a community like this and you start helping them, you start sharing your journey, ups and downs, right? The good and the bad. People will celebrate you on the ups and they will comfort you on the downs. And it's hard to put yourself out there because it's so much easier to stay in your comfort zone. But one thing that I learned is when you're feeling discomfort, there is a high potential for you to grow, for you to grow towards something better, for you to become more of what you want to be. And when you stay in your comfort zone, that potential does not exist. So you feel comfortable when you don't grow. And if you can just change your perspective on this a little, little bit and say, okay, when I feel discomfort, I might not like it, but I know that there is a potential for me to change for the better. There's a potential for me to do something better, grow into a better version of myself. If you need that little push, take that thought, write it down. The, um, I don't know, maybe you can put it into a snappy quote like growth and imposter syndromes are two sides of the same coin. Or when you feel discomfort, you're just one step away from growth. Something like that, right? You can put it, put it into a way that resonates with you, write it down and pin it to your monitor or put it as a desktop background, something that motivates you to take this step to put yourself out there. Because once you do this, once you overcome this inhibition to share, once you overcome your reluctance to present yourself to other people, the most wonderful things happen. People start following you. People start cheering you on. People start motivating you. People just are there to help you when you need them because you make this commitment, the commitment to being there, even though it's hard. That resonates incredibly strong with people. So again, the fear will never truly leave because that's just how our human minds work. The mind wants to protect us from doing too much crazy stuff, which obviously it's not. It's something positive, but our animal mind does not understand this. So you have to overcome it with a process of enjoying the unknown, of going like boldly where there's discomfort. And I know that's hard, and I struggle with that almost every single time, even though I want to do it. It's still hard to overcome. But, you know, you have to. If you want to make progress, you have to convince your mind that it can sometimes be wrong. So I hope sharing the fact that it's always hard, that fear is always part of it, helps you and maybe a couple other people to understand that it's fine. It's fine to fear, to fear this and still do it. Because the benefits only come when you actually act. Thanks for listening to this episode of One Million Steps. If you'd like to get our weekly newsletter or participate in our regular AMAs, head over to askcuda.com.